go. Hello, and welcome to the Filene Fill-In, the podcast where we fill you in on what's been going on here at Filene and out and about in the financial services world. I'm Holly Fearing. Joining me in conversation today, I'm really, really excited to have her, Stephanie Galligan, our research manager, brand new to Filene. She's with us to talk about a new study. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Holly. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for joining us. So um, I'm really excited because I have this beautiful report in my hands here. Um, it's it's on Filene.org, but I uh, printed out this beautiful copy. I'm really excited about this report. It's about credit union culture for high performance. Uh, so Filene has just put out this, this re- research report, and, and it's exciting because it's the first research output in the Centers of Excellence approach. It is. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Well, Filene just recently launched the idea or the concept around five Centers of Excellence. They are organize, organizational entrepreneurship, consumer decision-making, performance and operational excellence, emerging technology, and war for talent. All five of these will be launched throughout uh, the 2017. Um, so this first report is under the Organizational Entrepreneurship Center, and that is with a research fellow from Harvard Business School, Dennis Campbell. Okay, great, great. So, so diving into this research a little bit, I think that's a really interesting, and I know we'll have lots more about the Center's Excellence, but this one is really exciting. It's, you know, in your hands. Credit unions have this report now. And this report is about, um, it states that organizational culture is um, kind of broken down and ma- or made up of these four distinct components. Uh, the report says core values, employee selection, accountability systems, and boundaries. Can you tell us a little bit more about those components? Sure. Core values is about the collective beliefs of an organization or how these beliefs guide behavior. Um, Let's see. Employee selection. So that one's about who are the right people to nurture and perpetuate your way of doing business. Accountability systems is how success is defined and measured. And then boundaries are what the limits are placed on employees and their operating units. Okay, so it kind of um, categorizes that out so that organizations can better um, take a look at what they're doing with their culture, it sounds like. And, and that this report kind of draws connections between having a strong culture and having a greater organizational performance. Uh, so, so why is this study something that, uh, that we're looking at for credit unions? Why is this relevant, particularly for the credit union industry? So I think that it's relevant for the credit union industry because I do think that credit unions, of course, have a competitive advantage as a cooperative um, but credit unions still, some of them still struggle to align their culture with their strategy or their executions. Right, right. That's that's a that's a big struggle that um, I think probably our uh, credit union leadership is looking at and thinking about a lot. Um, I know that. Uh, as a cooperative, um, the credit union industry has a lot of opportunities to kind of uh, look at their culture uh, in, in, a, in a new way. Um, the research kind of looks at, uh, you know, what the leaders should be asking, right? So uh, in the research, it, it points out um, that every leader should be asking, how do our core values prioritize our shareholders, our employees, and our members? Is this something that you think is happening in the credit union industry today, or would this be a shift in the way things are done? 
Well, being a little new to the credit union industry, I'll have to venture to guess a little bit. I mean, I think that all the credit union industry does have core values that prioritizes employees and members, but I think what is interesting about the report is that it's, it's emphasizing that we should be asking that over and over again and making sure that we're really um, selecting those prioritizations. And sometimes these prioritizations might come in conflict with one another. So one of the things that the report talks about is how, how well-defined um, those prioritizations are and when they come in conflict, what do you do? Right, right. Oh, that's very interesting. So they kind of have like an intersectionality to them or something. To Potentially they could, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So, so what, what do you do when there's those conflicts? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, great. Um, so the, in the report, there is an example, kind of uh, this analogy that's drawn to the Handelsbanken. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the uh, leading bank in Sweden. It's consistently outperformed a majority of its peers, largely because of it, it has a unique banking model. So w- how have they done that? What is this model of the Handelsbanken? <laughs> That's a fun word to say. It's a great one to say, isn't it? Um, so this model is based on the decentral- decentralization. So it's delegating power to the individual branches. So the rates on deposits and loans suggested by headquarters isn't necessarily binding. Every branch has the ability to set rates and for specific customers. Mm-hmm. So if there's mm-hmm. customers that have long-standing relationships, they can kind of change rates based on that okay. and their need. Okay. So a little bit of a good, a good balance between um, kind of uh, setting a structure but also giving them kind of democratic control in their own location. Yeah, branches definitely have their own autonomy within mm-hmm. Handelsbanken, which I think creates a better customer and community atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then branch managers also have hiring um, and their own salary decisions, so they can oh be based on what's necessary within their particular market. Okay, okay, that sounds really um, kind of innovative and and, uh, at least maybe not even innovative, but just very kind of um, essential, really. I mean, it seems like getting back to basics. I completely agree. Yeah. In a way, you're kind of like, wait, that's new way of thinking? Yeah, but- yeah. I, I was conflicting myself. I'm like, it's innovative because it's actually the reverse. Of, it's just stripping things back and kind of going back to what really makes sense. Going local. Yeah, going local. And um, so that brings me to my, my next question. I love analogies. And this report has this really great, um, it's an analogy of um, the church spire concept. It's kind of a new take on what local means. Can you tell us what the church spire concept is? So the church spire concept is kind of an um, old saying where churches usually had their community, their um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their delegation? Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Um, within the purview of the, what you can see if you were standing on the top of the church spire. So that's okay. who would make up your your organization right. within the church. So And that's exactly what Handelsbanken does within their own branches. So the people within that church spire philosophy, within the, your purview or specific demographic, including businesses, Um, have a specific branch that serves them. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. the idea that you get to know the people within your community and the area surrounding your branch and kind of creates that 
one-on-one um, -on -one dynamic. Right. I, what I love about that is um, it's kind of a fancier way of just saying it's your footprint, right? Yeah. But yeah. Using it as the analogy of the church spire, it's kind of um, making the organization be kind of the central space that uh, takes care of its members. And really, that's what credit unions are looking to do. So yeah. uh, I really love that, um, that concept. So for credit unions, you know, what does all this mean? Uh, what is the credit union opportunity to learn here? What should credit unions take away from, from this research? Well, I hope that this case study provides an opportunity for credit unions to learn about how um, Handelsbanken is actually Europe's, one of Europe's 30th largest banks and how they defined its organizational culture. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an opportunity to make sure that credit unions are actively creating a culture um, deeper than a mission statement and, and deeper than just Oftentimes, I think that people hire, they have a culture, so they hire people that fit that culture. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of creating a strategy to say that we're actively hiring people to create our strategy, i.e. culture. Right, right. So knowing who you are, knowing what you're looking for, and then going make, making that happen with exactly. all aspects of the organization. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Um, so I think this is going to be a really valuable piece of research for uh, our credit unions and our credit union members out there. Uh, so definitely check it out. It's on filene.org. And uh, anything else you wanted to say about this research or... Uh, Anything else? Uh, how, well, I was going to ask you at the top of the, the podcast, how, how many weeks now have you been a Filene member? I've been here for employees, sorry. five weeks now. Five weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you're already doing our podcast. So. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and um, really appreciate explaining this research. Hopefully the listeners out there have gotten some, some key insight from our research manager through this little uh, chat. Um, Thank you, Holly. Yeah, of course. Uh, so really, I uh, just wanted to, to uh, wrap it up now and say uh, thank you again to Stephanie for filling us in. Thank you for listening. And uh, be sure to check out our next one so you can keep up with what's going on here at Filene. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.